the currently counseling the families of the deceased uh, obviously very traumatic um, time for them as well and um, I've just come back from the control room where things are still uh, proceeding as clockwork uh, the guys have been working 24-7 to try and get to the miners um, we do know where the other two miners the two remaining trapped miners are so we should be making some improved progress during the course of the day um, but again because of the very difficult ground conditions um, and the fact that we also have to ensure the safety of the rescue teams um, it's not clear as to when we will be able to reach them. Yeah just a, it, sort of in geographical terms uh, try and explain to us you know where the, the first two bodies uh, were recovered uh, where the third was and, and how far away um and what sort of impediments the rescue workers have between them and, and getting to the, the, the two other people? Yeah, so I'm by no means a, a geologist or a specialist when it comes to this, so I'll try and explain it in very simple language. Um, these guys, uh, or this incident happened 3.1 kilometers underground. This was a seismic event which measured one uh, 0.2 on the Richter scale. So it was quite intense. Um, if you at that sort of, those sort of depths, um, the dislodging of the rocks or the lo- uh, rocks that dislodge are actually quite large. So it was really difficult for the rescue teams to get uh, through the debris. Um, the rescue teams that we in constant contact with um, are about 50 meters from where the incident happened and um, of course all sorts of uh, plans are made to get through the rubble and get to the miners. Okay. In terms of uh, the safety standards uh, which you observe, obviously I I presume you're observing the standard safety practices in terms of uh, roof bolting the areas, uh, putting in necessary support. Um, There will obviously be the investigation afterwards, uh, but in terms of um, any compromises in safety, uh, AMCU has uh, said there have been some compromises in safety at Harmony. Yeah, um this always becomes such a difficult discussion, Stephen. Um, no, uh, no one can at this stage speculate as to exactly uh, whether or not safety procedures were followed. I mean, fall off ground is one of the primary reasons for accidents underground because gold miners uh, dig and go so deep. We mine at very deep levels. Um, so that's always our top priority to ensure that all safety standards are followed. We invest in um, extended safety training. Risk assessments are required before you enter any working place. Every single person in this company is uh, or has the right to withdraw from an unsafe area. So really too soon to say, but on the back of those comments, I can can share the following with you. We uh, do see safety as a shared responsibility. Having said that, though, yesterday afternoon we invited um, AMCU's leadership to accompany both Harmony's management or members of Harmony's management team together with the DMR inspectorate to go and investigate the area. Um, and just to, there were two reasons for that. The one was really just to see whether we could expedite rescue efforts. Uh, the other one was really just to check the ventilation because that was one of the statements that uh, AMCO made at the time, um, just to check whether that is adhered to or not, 
whether there's proper ventilation in that area. When um, the team of people came back to surface, they did confirm uh, that the rescue teams were doing an exceptional job with the assistance of Harmony employees. Marianne van der Valt is the Harmony Gold spokesperson updating us on rescue efforts. The body of the third miner uh, was recovered. Uh, to take this a little bit further, we're joined on the line by the director of VIT Center for Mechanized Mining Systems, Professor Declan de Vogt. Good afternoon to you, Professor. Thank you for your time. I suppose the immediate question which springs to mind is, and, and uh, the Harmony Gold spokesperson has said that we do have standards in the country, and ultimately it's uh, the responsibility of uh, mining companies to uh, make sure they stick to those standards. But rockfalls, seismic events, they do happen ultimately when the forces are too high, that they, they breach these, the, these safety standards. I mean, does more need to be done to increase those standards which protect workers underground? That's a very good question. I, um, I would say that in, in general the standards are adequate. Uh, we are dealing with rock, which is, is kind of uh, an uncertain medium. You don't know exactly what, you, what is there until you actually get to it, so you might hit weak rock that you weren't expecting. Uh, but generally the, um, the, the, the standards required from mines are, um, have, have tightened and the number of people injured in incidents like this and killed has come down dramatically over the years uh, because we understand the risk better and because because the standards and the, the practices that follow are better. So, you know, I don't, I don't think uh, necessarily that it's an issue of tightening up the standards. Uh, I think there are issues around compliance with the standards, and there's also just really understanding the rock and are we adequately prepared uh, for what, what's going to happen tomorrow and the next day? Mechanized mining. Now, th- this Kususaletu is a conventional mine. To re-mechanize it would uh, cost the billions of rands. Does mechanized mining hold a future for this ultra-deep level mining in terms of uh, being safer for, for people underground? I think it definitely does. I mean, the main the main thing that it does is it removes people from the most risky areas. I, I know nothing about the Harmony accident. I don't know exactly where it occurred. But many of these incidents occur very close to the mining face. And uh, if you can just move people just a little bit back from the face uh, to, to operate machines by remote control uh, rather than by physically uh, managing a machine, uh, that's automatically going to make the, the process safer. Um, you're right that... A full mechanization effort on, a, on an old mine like uh, an older mine like Kusaletu is a major undertaking and probably not economically viable. Um, so there's a lot of research going on to try and look at what small interventions we can make. Is it possible to have little drill rigs that can uh, that a, um, a mine can use instead of having miners operating drills right at the face?